Well, hello and welcome to episode 44 of Phil's Photography Journey podcast. Titling, hmm, autumn slash fall is in my notes, but I might change it to something a bit more interesting. Hope you're doing well. It is Friday the 9th of October and it is a rather grey autumnal type day here in Croydon in the UK. Uh, we've had a bit of a mixed bag of weather, but September was generally pretty good, quite warm, and uh, we did have a bit of rain towards the end, and I hope that we get a reasonable autumn and don't have any silly floods and things like that. Uh, so yeah, about a month since my last one, and I have been, well, it's been a mixed bag, and I will go through in my structure to let you know how it's been. And uh, firstly, I'd like to say thank you for new listeners. It seems that my numbers have gone up, which is nice. And I'll talk a bit later on as to why that could be. So weather, news, 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 weather. Uh, I mean, in the UK, we always talk about the weather as the news um, and the news as the weather. But uh, we've got some interesting things happening still in the world of COVID-19 and coronavirus. Uh, Second wave is pretty much here. We've got a real mixed bag of lockdown arrangements in the UK. And I think what they're going to do, what's been talked about, is to have three tiers. Uh, Tier one meaning a certain level of restrictions. Tier two meaning perhaps a stronger one. I think it's going to be in that way. And then tier three means almost full lockdown. And that way you will be able to look up and say, what tier are we in? And therefore you can look up and say, what does that mean in terms of our do's and don'ts. So it's in London and the London area, it's still pretty good. Uh, the northern part of the UK is not so good. And Wales as well, I think they've had some issues over there. Uh, don't know why that is. And there's been talk about Europe, it's picking up over there. Uh, Sweden had this weird thing where they never quite had a lockdown that pretty much the rest of the world had. They had restrictions, but they didn't have what they call lockdown. And their numbers were very different because they had some really high number of deaths in nursing homes, care homes. But I think it was kind of a more sensible number outside of that. But, you know, this is a real pain in the neck, (laughs) this coronavirus. And uh, we've obviously no one's been through it before. And let's just hope we can come out of it not only safely, but knowing what we might need to do in a future event such as this. So yeah, I mean, the rule of six was something that was brought in in the UK where maximum six people unless you're in a bubble. And I mean, I went out last night for a meal, first meal out since pre-lockdown with my daughter to a local restaurant. And when we left there, uh, it was all screened off, you know, perspex screens and people wearing masks, even just to get up and use a toilet, which is great. But yeah, um, got there, it was fairly steady, about seven o'clock. We left there about nine, quarter to nine, nine o'clock. Every table was taken. So good news for the small business in that situation. I think they do a takeaway service as well. Might as well give them a shout out. The Mid Kitchen, Sandersted, South Croydon. Uh, food was quite nice as well. Grilled sea bass on charcoal. Okay, so what else has been going on? Um, 
not related to photography yet. Big build up to that. <laughs> uh, I've got a dentist appointment booked for Monday. Da-da. I mean, I booked it about three weeks ago. Um, bits of a tooth have been falling off. Um, my dentist has retired since lockdown and they've had another change because someone else had a long term or an operation that put them out long term. And uh, I, I'm assuming I'm going to expect a, a different experience to what I had before. And she did say she booked me in for a double appointment. So they're probably going to do all sorts of things to my teeth. But it's needed. So hopefully uh, it won't be too painful. I, I don't mind the dentist too much. I always find that the the actual pain element uh, lasts for a fairly short time. And I can normally grin and bear it. I don't really like having injections, actually. But hopefully uh, it, w- it won't be too bad. And uh, maybe the, the new dentist will be... More successful than the last one, who knows. Client work. So headshot work's gone a bit quiet. Um, I did do my own headshot recently, so I needed to update that, particularly as I've lost a bit of weight, so hopefully that, that shows. Um, I've got a booking that came in a couple of weeks ago, and there's an inquiry that's probably going to lead to a booking for next week, late next week. Uh it's enabled me to get stuck into the usual admin stuff, marketing stuff, sorting out my gear storage. Um, so what I've been doing is tidying out the garage, which was needed after the flood. And I've now got basically a load of little kind of raised platforms, and they're the old excess block paving bricks from my my driveway. And it enables things to be kept off the ground by, I don't know, 50, 60 centimetres, whatever. No, it's probably more. I don't know. Anyway, a few inches off the ground. So if we did get water ingress, uh, my my gear would be safe. So that's the plan. Um, but ideally, we don't get any more water ingress. And uh, I want basically to, to put any kind of standard hardware that doesn't carry an electrical supply out there. And it's going to be fairly safe and, again, off the ground. So that's worked quite well. Um, so I like to think I will always do something and it's pretty much every day of the week I'll always do something to move the business on one way or the other uh, so I've been sorting out my my marketing as well done a few tweaks to the website here and there a uh, bit, bit of stuff on YouTube which I'll move on to next um, but you know I, I, I've always throughout my life I've always uh, been able to get and find things to do. Uh, I don't kind of look for things to do, but they're just there and they just need doing and I do them, whether that's a kind of practical thing, domestic thing, whatever. So, uh, and even despite having lockdown times, I've still managed to get time to do this kind of stuff. So good feeling of accomplishment. Um, But part of the, the thing with the selfie was that I decided I needed to do my own kind of brief profile video and I've called it an ad uh, which is actually, it's on YouTube, and I'll put the link in the notes, uh, but it's it's also embedded in my webpage, so it's the about me is a few words and a picture, but then it's the video, because I just wanted to kind of talk to camera, uh, just to say, hello, um, this is me, this is what I do, uh, come and join me for some great headshots, and that kind of stuff, and, you know, people can get so much from looking at a website of a well not just a photographer but anything but I thought well if they've got my talking head then it's people might not like it and then they'll go away which is 
their choice. Uh, but also they might like it and they'll say, yeah, this guy's all right. I'll do some business with him, please. Having looked at the website as well. Um, I think with branding, you've got to put enough out there about your identity to enable people to make an informed choice. My throat's going croaky one moment. <clears throat> and I'm probably going to direct transfer this straight up to my uh, anchor podcast host afterwards. So I'm just going to have a quick slurp of tea. Excuse me. There, live tea slurping. Actually, it was a bit cold. Um, Tetley tea is the best. So, uh, videos. I, I, I'm going to do more videos of me, and there'll be probably different subjects. Haven't worked out a frequency yet. Uh, the reason I haven't done that is actually in the past week or so, I've had two video work inquiries that should lead to bookings. Well, one's confirmed, one's fairly hopeful um which is which is great uh i i didn't want to just do headshot photography i mean that's my main marketing drive i guess but i want to do video work um typically supporting small businesses what which is what these job prospects are about and i also still kind of quite like the stock photography so I saw recently that one of my images that was on Shutterstock uh, was on timeout.com to support the different kind of Lord Mayor's show they're going to do in London this year and it's a bit of vanity Um, earnings from it were 10 cents US so I'm I'm not going to go mad with that but I quite like doing stock so I've just uploaded actually I just got an email before going on air from Alamy to say my latest batch has been approved. So, And I've decided to go sole with Alamy for my next few batches of stock. Uh, Alamy tend to pay better, but I have fewer downloads. Uh, with Shutterstock, it's high volume, but like I just said earlier, the $0.10 cents means mm, you're not really going to go very far on that income. But I've had some sizable payments by comparison for what is a very small library on um, on Alamy. So I'm going to stick with Alamy. I think you get a slightly high percentage, maybe 10% more through Soul Agency. So uh, yeah, I've got to go and do my keywording and captioning and all that good stuff. I also like, I like that aspect of their process. So with Shutterstock, you're going to, you, you do it all up front, all the keywording and so on. Then you send it up there and they might say, no, we're rejecting this or you need a release for that or whatever. And with Alamy, the the quality control piece is more, I think, technical. They'll they'll run their eye over the images. Obviously, if something's way off, if perish the thought, you've missed focus and not noticed it and uploaded it, they're going to reject that, I'm sure. But if generally they think it's it's good enough to sell, and obviously they're going to make money if it sells, so it's, there's an onus there. But you do that basically, select, upload, and then leave it to them. Then they'll come back to you saying, right, good news, you passed QC, uh, yeah, it's QC, quality control, and uh, then you can do your keyword and captioning. So that's something that I would be doing too. Cool. So I suppose it's about different income streams. Um, so three main ones, uh, I think, you know, you should always aim for as many as possible, but uh, ultimately it would be nice to consider advertising for this platform for maybe YouTube, but they're way off. They're way down the line. Uh, I need to do, I need to get more content out there to achieve that. But I'm happy with having that because stock I've been running with for a while and get bits of income. 
higher volume should mean higher income from there. So I'm going to pursue that as a kind of passive income source. Video work is looking good now. I'm getting a good rapport with clients. I've I've kind of, without giving my trade secret away, I've come up with a model for building the video that actually doffs its cap <laughs> to uh, one of the kind of frameworks for for solution development that I had in my previous life. So um, if that continues and if it earns me lots of money, then I'll, um, I might share it one day because it might become a thing, but we'll see. For now, it is under the Phil Swallow hat and uh, hopefully it will bear me fruit and enable me to get to more work. So yeah, very pleased. So one, um, one of the confirmed pieces is for a neighbour who's got a website um, about healthy teaching and she's a teacher. And it's a rework of something she's already got on her site at the moment, a kind of about uh, session. So we're going to do that recorded in the next few weeks. And the other one is for a new product launch, which is really exciting. Uh, and that will be recorded in the coming weeks. So quite exciting, lean up to Christmas. Also, I might be doing a little bit of product work for a shop that I visited last year, friend's shop. Um, and I, I quite like getting out of my comfort zone. Uh, that was fired up by the uh, photography show couple of the sessions there which I'll come to soon and um, so I, I'm you know I get I get discount in the shop and that's a nice payment because it's a small amount of work that I do but it, it'll be some standard shop imagery and also dabble at some products just actually been down there to uh, to talk with the shop owner about some options there so that'd be uh, mid-November time which is cool uh, it's all about building relationships maintaining relationships strengthening them and um making sure that you're the guy that they consider when when there's a need in their circles uh, to get some work done. So that was cool. So I mentioned then the photography show, so I'm going to have to cro- croak my throat again. <clears throat> no, I've already had the croak. I'm trying to clear it. <clears throat> and I'm really sorry about this. So the photography show was originally going to be in March this year. Well, we know what happened in March uh, around the globe. And they moved it to September initially, and then obviously... We, we all saw what happened in the summer, so it was decided to make it uh, virtual. So, and, th- and I think by and large they did a good job. So what they typically did was pre-recorded video presentations from the presenters who were then online either kind of during or after to do Q&A. So it was kind of live-ish. Um, and, you know, there were some very good presenters there. Uh I, I I suppose there was one they did ask for feedback and I was keen to give it to them. So what they did in the virtual online program was had pages or sections for different types of content, whether that was creative, whether it was business development, whether it was video, whether it was learning. <clears throat> and um, that was fine, except for each of those pages, they had a grid of the times and presenters and you were forever or I was forever turning pages on this virtual app to find out where I needed to log into next to see the session I wanted to see. And my suggestion was really they should have made a much more simple approach by having all of the times and all of the sessions on a complete timeline. So down the the left axis on a table, left column on a table. And then across the top, you can have what sessions are being run, what the, t- the category is, and who the presenter is. And then you can just look at your own clock and the day and the time, read across and say, right, well, if there's a clash here, what's more important to me? Um, 
or you might even be able to then plot a way of seeing all that you wanted to see. So uh, it's a little thing, but it, it just made the ex- would have made the experience a bit smoother, I think. Um, one shout out I would say would be for Helen Sloan, who's the I think that's her name, Tis Helen Sloan. Uh, she was the stills photographer for Game of Thrones, so she had a good ten years of work doing that, and one point four million images. Um, fascinating what she had to say about life on set um about the do's and the don'ts she had a team working for her um but she seemed extremely grounded by it and she's just done a book um so hopefully that that does well for her and she's doing some other movie stills work now very impressive though um she's a a nikon ambassador and uh i guess as a a nikon shooter i was favoring on nikon i was favoring the uh those those sessions but um very good uh so we'll see i mean you know they'll no doubt be absorbing the feedback i mean the the presentations are available for rerun until the 19th so that's what just over a week i think uh so yeah i I, you know i may dial into to some of those and see how that goes but uh by and large it was pretty good bearing in mind it was a virtual event but that was on the sunday and monday of a couple of weeks back so gear as you know there's rarely time goes by when I don't buy it, make a little purchase here and there. So I wanted to get a smartphone rig for my iPhone where I could also mount the microphone and a small LED light. And this is typically for Sue's uh, self-tapes. Now, there was a guy, oh, please, I should have prepared. I think his name is Dougal Shaw, BBC. And what he's, he goes out and does all these reports for the BBC using an iPhone and this kind of rig, which is similar to the one that I bought, the newer one that I bought, which is only about £21 on Amazon. And it's basically like a rectangle frame with a couple of handles, but you've got various connectors and threads and joints and cold shoes that you can mount your gear. And one of the things which I thought was really, uh, it, it was simple, when it, and it made sense when you thought about it. So, so many rigs that you see, they have the camera mounted on the lower section and the microphone, microphone mount on the upper section. Now, generally, our mouth is on the lower part of what's being framed if someone's looking at us. So he did a modification to this rig that he had and put the microphone on the lower one and the camera above. Um, and I've kind of done a similar thing with this newer uh, smartphone rig that I bought. And not only did it bear fruit from Sue's self-tape that she had to do recently and got a little bit of traction on online, but also I mounted it to a tripod and the lights and did some product photography for Sue's body shop uh, at home business, so body shop products. And we needed to just do some very quick fire images for a, an event that she ran, a Christmas event that she ran a couple of weeks ago. And, um, and I thought, well, you know, let's prove the the capability of a smartphone and LED light. And um, she actually got a comment from someone after saying, is your husband a professional photographer? Um, and Sue so said, yes, because she was really impressed with the images. So, and that was done on an iPhone XR um, with an LED light and the name which I forget, but it will come back to me. Um, and I thought that was a good little thing to put together. I mean, the advantage of doing them on the smartphone is that I could do the image, do a quick edit, and I mean a quick edit, and then airdrop them to Sue, and then she can do her captioning and whatever she wants to do. So, yeah, a little smartphone rig from Newer. 
I mean, they look a bit ugly, these things, but very effective. Good solid build like aluminium or aluminium. Um, and I also bought the iRig Pre-HD uh, from Amazon. I made a mistake at the beginning because I bought an iRig device, which I thought was the one I wanted, but it was for guitars. Now, I know I've got an electric guitar, but I didn't want this. So I had to return it uh, and obviously pay the cost because it was completely my fault. When I went to buy the item that I wanted in the first place, the price had dropped by £5. So the £3.99 return, I wasn't too fussed about because the deal actually worked out. The passage of time meant the price had gone down. Anyway, weird. Um, I've tested this out, but I haven't used it fully. But what I wanted to do was to just go one step further than recording at the moment. So I record at the moment to Sue, when I'm doing Sue self-tapes typically on the Rode Video Micro, that there's a special uh, cable you have to buy, uh, TRRS cable, uh, to then go into an adapter into my iPhone. Um, and this one actually, so it has, so I can use my, get to it, Philip, I can use my Sennheiser MKE 600 shotgun mic mounted on my newer smartphone rig, and I can run an XLR cable from the newer from the Sennheiser mic into the iRig Pre-HD, which has got controls, and you can plug in your earphones too, which your headphones too, which is great. Uh, and then they actually supply a lightning cable to go straight into your phone. So what does that mean? It means that you can get very high-quality audio connected to your smartphone with gain control and monitor monitoring um by headphones all on the little rig so really really pleased with that so looking forward to actually testing out testing it out in anger and it it was oh what was it 81 pound or something not huge and because i've been selling gear it pays for itself and yeah following the recent set of gear sales uh i bought the polar pro circular polarizing filter so i bought the polar pro neutral densities and now I've got the CPL, which I got from Wex, and uh, very pleased with that. Uh, I haven't used it as such yet, <laughs> but it's very good build quality, and um, I'm sure it won't let me down. So that was that. A uh, couple of other things that we've done, back to home, domestic things. So, And this is on the theme of selling. Um, we decided to change the furniture, so we got rid of our old Super King oak bed frame and mattress and bought a... So we went, we downscale, went to a king size bed from a company called Button and Sprung, and the bed is absolutely wonderful. New bed, new mattress. And I thought, well, what do we do with the old bed? Um, it was seven years old. Uh, I looked up on eBay, and to my surprise, these things do sell quite regularly and for quite a good price. So, long story short, because there was some guy who contacted me to try and put in a ridiculous deal, in the end, I sold it for exactly what I was asking for. Uh, they collected it a couple of no a day later um and it was in great condition actually it was really nice seeing the bed outside in daylight uh, when i was helping them into their vehicle with it was um was cool but yeah so uh it basically was it five four nine we paid for it seven years ago and i got three four nine for it a couple of weeks back so really pleased with that um, we also decided to get a couple of new seats for our lounge, ordered those off of Ikea. They're like kind of wing chairs, I think you call them. 
but we used to have a an electric recliner that had a bit of cat scratch damage and we donated that to a charity and that's gone down very well so yeah we've had just a few changes in the house keep it fresh um and and we actually ordered a new uh sofa which won't come until december i might have mentioned that before the last podcast possibly not but anyway uh, we ordered it from a company called furniture village who actually said that their business has been incredible this year uh, because people are staying at home, they're looking around their home, thinking, "Oh, yeah, we could do replacing that." Um, and yeah, so we we kind of joined that um, uh, bandwagon, I suppose. So yeah, so we, that, that won't come till before Christmas, and then we'll have to get rid rid of a rather large sofa at that time. But uh, it was um, a pleasure doing business with them. They're really professional, really helpful. So I look forward to that coming. And last but not least, yeah, Amazon Prime Podcasts. So I'm a big Alan Partridge fan here in the UK, Steve Coogan, and I saw that he's putting a podcast together, but I also saw that it was on, um, now I don't know if that is on Amazon Prime Podcasts, or whether that was on what was Audible, it might be, but then Amazon might have bought Audible. It's all very confusing. Uh, long story short, I had an email saying, would you like to host your Phil's Photography Journey podcast onto Amazon Prime Podcasts. cost me anything, so yes. So it's still hosted on anchor.com or anchor.fm, I apologise. But it is uh, available on Amazon, and that may have pushed my numbers up. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I do look at the analytics, um, but if it has, then um, that's pretty cool. So I'm always looking for more ears to be listening to the podcast. Uh, And I think... You know, I've got a fairly loyal listenership now. Uh, it's always great if it grows. Please spread the word. Please provide a rating. Uh, that's uh, That'll always go down well. Um, but generally, yeah, I've been, been happy with the way things have gone. Um, and in terms of plans going forward, working on the video, working on the product shoot when that comes, but I'm probably going to speak to you guys before then, and uh, hunkering down because it's that time of year. Um, don't know what's I don't know what uh, Halloween's going to be like this year, but uh, time will tell. It's Sue's birthday on Halloween, so we'll be doing something, I'm sure, and not not trick or treating. Anyway, I'm going to uh, I'm going to end it there. Thank you all for listening. Look after yourselves, and uh, hopefully you will enjoy this podcast and stay tuning in and subscribing to future episodes. So speak to you all again very soon. <laughs>